welcome and you are listening to a very different episode of the Keep the Change podcast today. Usually you're listening to the Money Mail Lessons. Today we're going to look through a bit of a Q&A from people who have sent in questions via Instagram. So I put the little question box up on Instagram and said send in any of your questions that you've got or things that you might need some help with and I will see if I could answer them. And there's some very, very, very good questions coming through. Um, But something that I've seen since doing Keep the Change as a project now for over uh, 12 months and something that's very, very common in society and it keeps coming up and again seeing it in today's questions. That is the concept of people wanting to get the best outcome and not to make a decision that they will regret and to do the perfect thing. Unfortunately, I don't believe through all of the things that I have learnt that that is actually how life works. Now before we get into some of the questions from today as an example, I want to give you an example where I helped someone in business with the same sort of thinking just yesterday. And their question was, hey, I have a web design business, what is the best way for me to get clients? And of course, then you get everybody coming in with their opinions, oh, join a networking group, oh, you need to start a blog, oh, start YouTube as well. And usually answers from people come from their personal biases and the things that they have done previously. So you'll need to appreciate that sometimes when I write, I'm going to have my biases as well and you can go, hmm, Luke, actually I don't, like I hear your opinion and I, and you know, I'll cop it, but that's not for me. And that's, I think, a better place to live than, no, you're wrong or I'm right, you're wrong, this is the only way to do it. Because that leads us down a path of being closed-minded. Now, when someone starts a business, you can literally take this and you can, you can build a business in New Zealand following exactly this. I said, <clears throat> excuse me, basically what you need to do is, because this is a web design business, I said pick a niche, so that's like a type or an area of business. So I said, as an example, lawyers and um research them, go to their websites and record a video of their shitty website because most lawyers probably got shitty websites because they're old-fashioned, so it's probably not a good niche to pick anyway. But anyway, this is the example. Record a video of how you could improve that website because you're a skilled person at website design and send them the video. Send it to the email address that's on their website. Also go to LinkedIn, find out who the partner is of that law firm and copy them into the email as well. 3% roughly will reply to your email. So if you send 100 of them, you might get three replies. Call those people. Offer to solve their problem. Business is about being a solution to somebody's problem. In return, you get paid to do it. And then ask them once you've solved their problem and done the work, hey, can I please use your website as an example in my email that I send out to people when I'm prospecting? And rinse and repeat that. Call the next 3% of people that get in touch with you 
sell the work, do the work, get paid. And I said, see you in 18 months. But my answer won't be the one that someone will do. They'll go, hmm, fuck, that looks too hard. But literally, it's the easiest, and it's the one that will work. But no one will do it, and the person will do it. The person didn't reply, and a number of people liked it, but they're all people that I know, and I know that they are liking it because they're like, great, Luke went to the time to actually type all that out, and it's the right answer, and they know that is the right answer. Whereas we're all looking for these secret hacks and these things that we're just going to wake up tomorrow and our web design company is going to have 10 clients or we're going to put our money into sharesies. We're going to log back in in a week and be like, oh my God, I've got 10 grand and I started with one. That's what we're all hoping for. And that's all good. That's just how we're wired. But things take work. And so I said in this example for this person with this website design business, I said, You need to understand that someone doesn't just wake up in the morning and go, oh, wow, I wonder if there's any new website design companies out there today. I might give them a call and just see if they want to do some work for me. I'm like, that is not how the world works in business and life generally doesn't work that way. You need to take your solution to the problem. You go and find them, aggravate their problem for them and be the solution and get paid and rewarded to be the person to solve it. And I said, as you go, put some of those profits aside because you're going to hate this process and it's going to get boring. So write down the things that you hate the most about it and delegate those out as soon as you feel like you can afford to and you're at a position where you can relinquish some of the cash that you have to allow someone else to do that for you. Now, I hope that example illustrates in a business sense where we're going to go on this lesson because A couple of the questions I had were how do I I decide what to invest in with an emoji that's got a face all scrunched up like, oh, this is too hard. Then another one is what's the best way to use a lot of equity? Another one is how to choose a crypto wallet. Then another says, I own two houses. Would it be a bad idea to look at crypto or should I focus on reducing debt? That one's a little bit different. But, um, you know, that is similar. And then finally, where is the safest store of value of what's going on in the world? Real estate, crypto, stocks, cash, precious metals. The last two are pretty intense, but if we just focus on how to choose a crypto wallet, what's the best way to use a lot of equity? How do I decide what to invest in? And I put a poll up on Instagram and said, how many people can resonate with how do I decide what to invest in? And 91% of people, so 81 people at the time of recording this after about 8 hours, have clicked yes. Before we get into giving you the answers, which I'm not going to, because I don't know, how the fuck do I know? We need to talk about the way people think. And we all suffer from this, and I had to go through a huge exercise of doing this myself as well. And let's call it cleaning up your brain cleaning up the way you think. Now, one thing that I got taught when I was starting to help business owners is, Luke, part of your role is to help people learn how to ask the right questions because all of these questions are the wrong questions to ask. And that is going to sound very rough, but 
take this from a place of care and me wanting to show you and other people that think like this that we've been taught to think wrong and that leads us to taking no action and that leads us to looking back and going, well, I wish I did something. So if we just pick off one of these, for instance, and say, as a really simple one, how to choose a crypto wallet. We have the internet now, we have Google. That That is not actually what this person is trying to ask because if they want to find how to choose a crypto wallet, they could go online and they could find that answer. Perhaps they've tried that, but they've gotten stuck and they're not sure. So they're looking for someone to validate their thinking before they can make a decision. The same for how do I decide what to invest in. There's a number of people telling people what they should and shouldn't invest in, but this person needs validation of what it is that they should be investing in. The same with the person that says, what's the best way to use a lot of equity? A lot of these answers are already out there for us. We just need someone to handhold us over the line. Well, guess what? People, including professional advisors, get shit wrong. And that means that often we look back and go, hmm, that wasn't the best thing to do. We're so frightened of not doing the best thing that we end up not doing anything. And often doing nothing or not doing anything has a bigger consequence than doing something and doing it to 80%. And I'm sure you know, this isn't groundbreaking information for you, but it's something to remind yourself and something that I have to remind myself as well and that we all constantly have to remind ourselves because if we take, for instance, this question that often comes in in a different format is how do I choose which Sharesies type platform to use? And I think, shit, if you can't even pick one of the four platforms or however many there are, how are you going to then pick how many, or from thousands of shares, how many you want to invest in? So what's going on here? People are not thinking about their own situation and what it is that they are trying to achieve. That is the crux of this message for you, is when you are making a decision, always anchor it back to what am I trying to achieve here? When I work with business owners week in, week out, when we help them with planning and setting goals for the future and talking about the things that they want to achieve, we say, what is it that you are trying to achieve here? When they get lost down this massive tangent of, I could do this, I could do that, I thought about hiring this person, I was going to put some money away into this account and I might just wait till the 17th of October to then look back at this and review this policy. Stop all this shit. Cut all the nonsense. What is it that you're trying to achieve? That is the question that we should be asking ourselves every single week, if not every single day. So when someone says, what's the best way to use a lot of equity? I could say, well, buy 16 properties. Oh, borrow against it from the bank and put it all into shares. No, put it all into crypto. No, 
give it to your mate who's a day trader. No, actually punt a lot of it. Maybe gamble it. Maybe go to the casino. You've got heaps of equity anyway. It doesn't matter. It does matter. And the question this person needs to ask himself first is, what is it that I'm trying to achieve? This person, much like me, much like you, much like all of us, we're not taught to think like this. So then we start thinking of all the wrong ways and our brain gets messy and going back to the start, we need to clean our brain up and get it back on track. Oh, stop all this. What is it that I'm trying to achieve? Well, I want to have financial freedom or I want to have a rental property for each of my children. Okay, great. Now that we know what we're trying to achieve and what we're looking to achieve, we can actually start making some decisions that are going to help us get there. How do I decide what to invest in? Well, what is it that you're trying to achieve? Do you want dividend returns coming in so that you've got some money coming in that you can then reinvest or that you can spend on a couple of dollar mixtures on the weekend? Who knows? Do you want capital growth? Do you want risky shares? Again, what is it that you are trying to achieve? How do I choose a crypto wallet? Well, why do you need a crypto wallet? What is it that you're trying to achieve? What is it that you're worried that might happen? And then start going after which one is going to be the one that fits your criteria. What else do we have here? I own two houses. Would it be a bad idea to look at crypto or should I focus on reducing debt? Well, again, what is it that you're trying to achieve? Do you want to have no debt or do you want to have some volatile assets in the form of cryptocurrency that some people would call gambling and some people would say to you, you're crazy? Um, and have the upside risk that maybe they go up 10x and then one day you can pull that 10 grand out that you put in and it's now 100 and you pay, say, a third in tax, you got 67k left and then you pay down 67k of your mortgage and you reduce your debt then. It all comes back to what it is that you are trying to achieve. Now, I'm talking a very serious tone here because I want to drill this in to you and again, to myself as well, and to people, because so many people go through life and never think about what it is that they're trying to achieve. And that usually means that at some stage, you will fall into a line of thinking that all your friends are doing, or society has conditioned you to do, and one day, you wake up and go, fuck, I didn't even want any of this stuff, or what's going on here, or when people start to challenge you of like, hey, you know, why is it this, why, why this career, oh, why'd you buy that, um, why'd you invest in that, why, what, you know, what, why did you make that decision, oh, whoa, 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 enough of the questions, I, I don't know, I, I just did, and maybe so that, that might be how some people want to live, or maybe that's how you want to live, then that, you know, that's fine, as long as you know that from the outset, but usually people that are asking questions like this, it's because there's something deeper that they're trying to achieve and so they don't want to run the risk of making the wrong decision that's going to mean that they don't get closer to achieving the thing that they want to achieve so then they're going to say, well I'm just stuck because I don't know what crypto wallet to get or I've got some money to invest but I just didn't know what to invest in so then I didn't do anything. And we're all going to have these areas of weak spots or 
a lack of education and it's up to us to go and seek out the answer to those problems or those pieces of a lack of education. And a lot of it always comes back to the fact of what is it that you're trying to achieve. Now, you might think, well, this is sounding really, really unfair because I was just trying to get some answers off your Instagram and now you're telling me that I don't actually know how to think. Well, think about if you were 60 and you went to see a financial advisor and they said, well, what are you doing coming to see me? You're like, well, I've got to retire in five years. And when I say retire, I mean I do not want to be working and I want to make sure that I can sit at home all day and I can listen to the Keep the Change podcast. I'll head out for a coffee twice a week. That's about it. How am I going to do it? And the financial advisor will assess your situation, what you're going to need, how long you expect to live to, what insurances you have, what assets you have, what ways you have to generate income. And they're going to help you build a picture of what the rest of your life looks like and how you can go about doing it. The problem is many people wait till they're 60 or 65 to start thinking about how they're going to live their life. Fuck that. Start thinking about it when you're 16 or earlier and start asking yourself instead of a financial advisor, hey, what do I want my life to look like and therefore what are the things that I'm going to need to do in order to achieve that? And some of it may be risking some money in the crypto space so that you can learn about that space or you can uh, test your own emotions and ability to cope with a 30% drop in your investment or realize that's not for me, I want to stay away from that. For other people it may be investing in shares, just getting started, building up the confidence that okay I can do this or accepting well okay I turned 10 grand into 12 grand, that didn't really do too much for me, maybe I'm in the wrong investment uh, vehicle, I've always had an itch for property, maybe I'll go and scratch that. How am I going to do that? Oh, I know. Luke taught me about that. What is it that I'm trying to achieve? I'm trying to achieve the ability to scratch an itch that I have for property. Who should I call? Probably someone that's done heaps of shit in regard to property before and pick their brain. That'd be a great place to start. How do I choose a crypto wallet? Okay, well, I want one that's going to keep me safe. What am I going to Google now? What is the safest crypto wallet you can have in order to never lose money? There'll probably be an answer to that there'll be some youtube tutorials on it no doubt all this information is readily available yet we get stuck in our own thinking and it's not just when it comes to finances it could be diet related it could be fitness related it could be uh, relationship related it could be making a consumer purchase what pair of shoes should i buy Fuck, I don't know. Like, how do you not know? What are you trying to achieve? Well, I want to run a half marathon. Oh, well, shit, I was about to tell you to get a pair of high heels. So now that I know what you're trying to achieve, I can get you a little bit closer there. That is what every good salesperson is trying to do. They're trying to figure out where you are now, where you're trying to go, and what can be the product or the service to help you bridge that gap between A and B. So... We can get, I'll give you some more thoughts on uh, these questions before we wrap up in terms of like how I genuinely answer them, but I think 20 minutes there of just actually thinking about cleaning your brain up, 
Like it's an absolute mess with the amount of shit that we're constantly throwing at ourselves and we should be able to identify that and go, righto, am I asking the right questions here? You know, what is it? Sometimes I listen to uh, those 1pm press announcements, for instance, where the, qu- the, the journalists get to ask the questions of the Prime Minister and you can tell you're like, what is it you're trying to ask? Like, wh- this taking you 60 seconds to ask that question and there's no question there. Grant Robertson or Jacinda should turn around and say, sorry, what's the question? And make you actually explain it very, very quickly. And it's just another example of how we've got so much going on and we're just getting bombarded all the time with information. Oh, invest in this IPO, sign up to Hatch, sign up to Sharesies. Uh, my mate's on Facebook and they just got 40% investing in this and now I've got FOMO, I better do that as well. Turn all that shit off, just in a moment. I'm not saying like you have to get rid of it, I'm just saying when you're trying to make a decision, just go, how come I can't make a decision here? What, what's going on here? Okay, turn off all the outside thinking that's impacting this and just go, what am I trying to achieve? I'm trying to achieve a healthy diet. I'm trying to achieve a healthy relationship. I'm trying to achieve a full tank of gas. I'm trying to achieve um, picking what crypto wallet to get. I'm trying to achieve what share to invest in because I actually want uh, a business that's going to generate me a dividend return. Well, okay, now I limit it down to the companies that pay a dividend, those types of things. So try and remove all of the things that are distracting you from actually making a decision and see what that does for your life. One of the things that I've had to practice getting better at is making decisions and making them quickly and making them once. What I learned about myself is that often I would write down decisions I needed to make and I caught myself doing it and said to myself, Luke, what a fucking waste of time. Why are you writing down a decision that you can make here and now as a reminder to make this decision in the future. And I'm sure a lot of us do that, and it's been one of the things that has dramatically helped to improve my life is to build confidence around my own decision-making and go, you know what, I would make that decision in five days, so I'm going to make it right here, right now. Every time I hear myself say, I need to think about this, straight away it says back to me why do you need to think about this and I literally had this conversation with somebody where I said to them I need to think about this and I stopped and I said I'm sorry actually I don't need to think about this I've already thought about this before I got here let's roll and that is such an awesome ability to have once you can grasp it and accept that sometimes you're going to get it wrong and it still doesn't matter as long as you're making progress forward. But so many people, including the business owners that we work with and just friends and people in general, we get stuck in the, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. What the fuck are you thinking about? You've already thought about it. That's why you haven't taken any action. So maybe as an example or an exercise, write down if you've got a pad or pen in front of you or something that sits in front of you, like a post-it note, uh, the quote, I'll think about it and just put it in front of you and see how many times your brain tells you to think about it or for you to say that to people or how many times people say that to you. The question you ask them is, what is it that you need to think about? We're too easy on people 
when we when they say, I'll think about it, and we go, yeah, yeah, no, that's all good. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I'll hear from you. I'm not going to hear from you because you don't know how to think. So why would I give you more time to think? That's not going to help somebody. Okay, yeah, 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 great. I'll, I'll let you think about it. No, they're telling you they're not sure because they're not a, a fast decision maker and they don't have all the information they need to make a decision. So the question back to them is, what is it that you need to think about? That one question can help you across your job, your career, your business, your friends, your family relationships, everything. Remember that. So write that down. I'll think about it and start to take notice of people saying that. That beauty question, what is it that you need to think about? Ask yourself that. When you get stuck in these decision-making setups, ask yourself, okay, what information do I need to make a decision? If I send a proposal to a potential new client for next advisory and I haven't heard back from them, I'll usually check in with them and I'll ask, do you have all the information you need to make a decision? I used to ask them, hey, did, did you get that thing I sent you? And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, I got it. Oh, oh, cool, That that's cool. Now I'm stuck again because I was asking the wrong question. So an example, it's an example of me practicing what I'm now preaching to you and how I've learned that, shit, I'm asking stupid questions here so then I'm not getting the right answers. And that is um, something that's really helped me is instead of saying to people, hey, did you, you know, I just wanted to check, did you, did you get what I sent over to you? Maybe I'll do that like, within the next couple of hours just to make sure they got it, then cool. And then my next question after that's going to be, well, if I know you've got it and I haven't heard from you, something's up and it's that you're thinking. So I need to figure out how come you're still thinking. So I say, do you have all the information you need to make a decision? So if you spot people asking you that, it's probably because they've learned the same thing. That simply asking someone, oh, hey, did you, uh, did you get it? Did you get the information I sent over? You're not asking them what they thought of it. You're asking them whether they got it or not. It's a yes-no question. Yep, got it. Nah, didn't get it. Oh, cool, I'll send it again. Usually when someone says, yeah, I got it. Oh, what, what did you think? Don't ask someone what they think. They don't, they don't know how to think. We haven't been taught how to think. We're all shit thinkers. We think too much. We think we're so important that we're just going to think through all this stuff and not do anything. We want to ask them if they had all the information that they needed to actually progress or to make a decision if they didn't then you got some work to do sweet we can progress the conversation oh there we go some hard-hitting good stuff there for you can hear the passion uh coming out of me here because i honestly think that this will help so many people if you grasp the concept and you might not be a student for this yet you might be listening going you might have tuned out by now well probably not because you're still listening but you might be just be going man you're you're on planet, mate. I don't know what you're talking about here. But you, maybe you're not ready for it yet, and that's completely cool. But one day, um, it might click for you when you start getting some of those things coming up where you can't make decisions. And you're like, how am I not making a decision? What's going on here? You might come back and listen to this and be like, oh, okay. Let's just run through these uh, very quickly in terms of if I wasn't being um, a big preacher on a Sunday uh, sermon here, how I may answer them. How do I decide what to invest in? Again, it does genuinely come back to what it is that you're trying to achieve. And again, I can't give financial advice, but the things that I invest into are mapped back to uh, the things that I'm trying to achieve. So as to, to give you an example, um, 
one of the things that I invest into all the time is healthcare and um, rest homes because I know that there's a shitload of people getting older, so it just feels safe to me. I'm like, yeah, sweet, I'll chuck some cash into that. That that feels like a safe investment to me, and it could turn out not to be, but um, you know, it's worked out pretty well for me so far in terms of the things that I have uh, invested in in that space, and then. You know, you can go and look at those hunches you may have about people getting older and find some data. So here's some data. Treasury is noting that 26% of the population is expected to be 65 years or uh, years old or more by 2060, compared with 16% in 2020. Well, that's another 10% of the population that in 40 years are going to be 65 and older, wanting to retire and live the Kiwi dream of doing sweet F.A., so that's going to increase the cost of New Zealand superannuation and also expect healthcare costs to continue to grow because of an ageing population. Well, bang. That's going to give me a bit of comfort to continue to invest into areas um, where I know people are going to need a solution. And sometimes with investing as well, it's like we think we're just going to be these big Nostra- Nostradamus bloody share predictors. These businesses... The reason a business exists in a space is because they're trying to pull profit out of that industry and return it to their shareholders. They're doing a hundred times more research than you. So think, well, hang on, would Sky City still be operating if they weren't making money or if they didn't have this space figured out? I wonder if they're aware of the fact that people are gambling a lot more online now Maybe I need to read up on that. Oh, looks like they are all over that. Like, these are some of the smartest people in New Zealand running these businesses, and we want to sit here and be like, oh, which one's the best one to invest in? Jeez, you know, how are you going to get that right? And wh- how do, what time period do you, do you measure that over? So always map it back to what it is that you're trying to achieve, and then leverage off of the smart people inside these organisations. Go read, if you want, their annual reports, Go read their news announcements. You usually of an NZX listed company in New Zealand. You can go on their website. They'll have a whole part of their website dedicated to shareholders, and you can read up on the things that they are talking about. the The thing about that it sucks because it's hard, and sometimes it's hard to understand. But they have very, very good summaries of how their incomes tracking, how their profits are tracking, what the expectations are of their business in the market, and things. And one thing you need to realize too with these share platforms. They're all geared to make it easy so that when you get on there, it's very easy and fast to make a decision and spend money and whatnot because we're all so attention um, poor and making decisions on where you're going to allocate your capital are potentially some of the biggest rewarding decisions that you'll make in your life. But all the platforms are designed to teach us, like, do it really quickly. It's really easy. It's simple. And you get on there and you're like, oh, I don't know which one to pick. And that's because you're skipping out the bit of actually doing some thinking of how do I find the information I need in order to make a decision. What's the best way to use a lot of equity? I just about said it was probably property in New Zealand. But literally, it probably is because... Banks love lending against equity. I assume when this person says equity, but again, that's me making an assumption, uh, that when they say equity, 
that they mean they've got equity in their home, so that is they've paid off some of the debt, the house price has risen up, and they can go and borrow against their equity to buy a second, a third, a fourth house. But you've got to decide, like, what is it I'm trying to achieve, and do I want to have six rental properties? Do I want two? Do I want three? Do I want 100? Like, what? why? You know, what is it you're trying to achieve? Well, I'm trying to build a portfolio of rental properties that are going to pay me an income, and I'm not going to have to work by X age. Okay, sweet. Now you know you can target that date by where you want to ensure that the debt's paid down to a manageable level and you've got the rental income coming up and you can start to model that stuff out. How do I choose a crypto wallet? Well, I've only used one. So going back to the start, I'm going to tell you bias. Um, I've used Exodus. And why did I use that? Well, I went on the Easy Crypto website and Easy Crypto suggested to use that now do i know it's the best no but has it worked well for me yes has it allowed me to make a decision yes would i have not made a decision if i had have decided to think about it definitely would i have not got any crypto if i decided mm, i'm just going to wait until i find out what the best crypto wallet is probably because i still don't know which the best one is and i don't know if it matters because I just wanted one that was going to be safe and one that I could have either on my phone or on my Mac and one that was recommended by a New Zealand firm that I knew had been operating for quite a while and had credibility and were going to be advising a lot more people uh, than just myself. Well, there was another one here. Um, Lancer, oh, someone asked Lancer from start to finish 20 acres. Brad, you're winding me up, mate. I can tell you are, surely. You want me to tell you how to structure a piece of land from start to finish 20 acres and cut it up and develop it. A lot of people don't realise that when they develop property, uh, there's often taxes associated, so be very careful with that. Uh, what else do we have? Best way to use? Yeah, best way, of course. So we've done those three. Um, yeah, and there, there was another one that I did actually answer straight to the person if you start about to start your own business what's the best easiest way to do your tax well again it comes back to what you're trying to achieve and so I said to them what what sort of business because that's going to tell me what they're trying to achieve and they said a bit of um, solo income on the side coming in and you can use a platform called henry hnry.co.nz that allows you to invoice people and they pay your tax as you go as well. So the business that you work for, that you contract to effectively, will pay to that bank account. And then Henry um, spit off some of it to the IRD to cover your tax. And you can claim some expenses through that as well. And they charge you a percentage of the total invoices that you send. I think it might be 1% to 3%. And it's a great solution for people that don't want an accountant. And uh, it's you know great innovation in my own industry where it's cutting my lunch effectively because um, the machine's doing the work of the accountant but I love that shit I'm like yeah good stuff finally um, finally some of us accountants are, are being made to to put in a bit more and um, you know rethink what our industry is going to look like right we'll leave it as those examples I want to reiterate that you know this lesson really or this podcast version of this Q&A has really been about encouraging you to think about, well I shouldn't say think because I've just been saying that we're not very good at think about, thinking about things, but to, to be aware of when you're thinking and when your thinking is not allowing you to make a decision and what you can do about it because 
if we can clean up our thoughts and our brain and the things that's messing it up and really understand, actually, I'm here, I want to get to there, I need the information that's going to bridge that gap for me, then I just need to go and find that information. The question anymore isn't, how do I get to point B? It is, what information do I need to get myself from A to B? Who has that information? By what day and time of the day am I going to have that information to the point where I'm comfortable to pull the trigger and make a decision? There we go. Little Sunday sermon for you there. I hope that's been really, really helpful. I've tried to put a lot into that. I'm sure some people will get a lot out of that, and I'm sure that if you're still listening, you will vibe with this and you'll resonate with it. But I can guarantee you there'll be some people who would have just tuned out of this and gone, nah, nah, he's off his rocker. This just does not make any sense to me. And that's cool. As I said earlier, perhaps the student isn't ready for this lesson. Go well. I'll try and do some more of these. If there are topics or things you'd like to see me address, uh, Alan, oh, I'd nearly give out the uh, the next advisory email there, but we won't want that one. Um, but you can always get in touch with us there if you need to. But just message me on the Keep the Change Instagram or Luke at keepthechange.co.nz. Thanks for tuning in. Be good. Clean up your thinking. <laughs>